Orationum, Dominicum, Genibus, Plexus, Recitavi, Variesque, Juxta, Propositam, Materia, Ejectu, Lations, Bobai, Veridesque, Inter, Nos, Collations, Consider Rationesque, Ultramormum, Ulti, Mora, Verborum, Ipsy. Hey, Christian, I'm going to. I'm going to stop you right there. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you trying to conjure a demon on, on a show right now? I can neither confirm nor deny that I am trying to bring demon in yeah. to approve once and for all. Either you're right or I'm right. Yeah. Didn't we, we, we said that we weren't going to, we weren't going to do the, you know, we weren't going to, that's that, like, this is kind of our house. You know, you we said don't really no Ouija want... boards. This is not a Ouija board. I'm sorry. I thought conjuring a demon was the same concept. I thought conjuring anything in this home. I do. There's weird stuff that goes on in this house. I don't need more. I don't need more of your weird Latin bullshit. Maybe I brought something in to banish it. You'll have to let no, us know. I don't think so. Anyway, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see you after the intro. Bro. Christian, we can't say that on the air, man. That is incredibly, <laughs> incredibly offensive. Anyway, welcome back to the freaking. <laughs> I'm starting to worry about this pattern of things I say before we start recording. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't recall. No. Uh, yeah, you guys don't need to hear that. Anyway, welcome back to the freaky deaky. It's Thursday, everyone. Can you taste it? Can you taste the weekend? It's Thursday. Not, not the. Not the artist, but you know what I mean. Anyway, Friday's right around the corner. Weren't we violating the weekend last time? We sure were, and we'll continue. Okay. And just 24 hours time, if you listen to this directly at midnight on Thursday, which is probably not going to happen. Either way, welcome back to the show. Uh, we got a fun one for you. Christian has put together uh, an episode that was suggested to us by our, our good friend Sheila on Podbean. We honestly don't get too many comments on Podbean. There's not a lot of people that listen to the podcast. That's where we host the podcast. I feel like the majority of our listens come through either like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or even right. um, like Google Podcasts at this point. But yeah, she's been going through the catalog. She's been very supportive. It's super cool to see all her comments come in. And she suggested, she said, please do an episode on John D. I shot you a text. I was like, hey, uh, Sheila wants us to cover John D. What do you think? And, and Christian was like, I got it. You know, what's funny is remember we talked about eventually doing John D in the first season. We did. That might have been when she heard it. Yeah, and I was, was like so excited because yeah. he's such a fascinating person. And I surprisingly and it, didn't know much about him at yeah. all. So. so when she said that, I'm like, all right, we're, it's on. Yeah. Isn't it crazy too? Like when you see a comment pop up, it's like the most exciting part of your day every time for the podcast. Oh yeah. It's like, I'll yeah. be at work and I'll just get an, an, an alert on my phone. And it'll say, we got a, a comment. I drop everything to go yeah. check it out because yeah. it's so much fun to see the comments. True. And we're, it's not like we're celebrities or anything like that, you know? So like, we're just normal people that talk about weird shit. So getting feedback from you guys, and we've said this throughout the course of the show is that we love your emails coming through. We love the comments on the socials. We love interacting with you guys. We want to build a community of people that regardless of how you believe or how, how you think or feel about these, the subjects we talk about, that you're just having a good time. 
They're yeah. entertained by what we do. We have a couple of uh, little chuckles in there, some ha-ha, some funny ha-has. Uh, and yeah, everyone's having a good time. That's what we want to build a community. The world is so fucking dark right now. Let's lighten it up with ghost talk and whatnot. Aliens, probes, why not? You know, at the time this comes out, it just makes you wonder, are we really in World War Three, or did we avert it again? I don't know. We'll, find, we'll know in the future. All that and more at 11. Stay tuned. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, and if it leads, it's probably bleeding. Of course. And... Sometimes the best way to ensure profits, if you're a news organization, is to, to put somebody out there that will cause bleeding. Then you can report on it. Everybody makes money. Wow. Capitalism. Everybody wins. Is that me? Well, it certainly wasn't me. Dad? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is your uh, is notifications turned on or is, the, is that on mute? It is not on mute because my sound won't come up. Yeah. So if anyone, again, how I mentioned, we're not celebrities, we're not really professionals. This, this really does prove that point for you going forward. Christian doesn't know how to mute his notifications before you starting hear, an episode. Here's something that made me feel much better in a dark time. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. So as we record this, we're two days into some UK, Ukraine war mm. and about a couple seconds into Scott pulling out a dad joke because of me. Classic. But as I'm watching some of these live reports, I heard that sound so many times that I'm like, okay, it's not just me. These guys are professional reporters in the middle of a war zone mm. and they get their alerts coming onto the news <laughs> screen. Classic stuff. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Christian? I was going to start telling you, but then I realized I wrote it down. Sloop John B. Yeah. Today we we're going to talk about John D, who's one of Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth the first, I should say. The current Queen Elizabeth is the second. It was she. He was one of her most trusted advisors. He was also a respected court advisor, mathematician, astronomer, astrologer, teacher, occultist, and alchemist. He studied nautical engineering, scripture, law, medicine, and cryptography. John Dee also had a secret code name in his communications with the Queen. It was 007. Later, yeah. Later, yeah. James Bond's author Ian Fleming would use the code in de developing his famous character. James Bond, 007. Be weird if it wasn't his famous character. It's kind of crazy, though, that like this uh, author picked out something like 500 years before. Yeah, that's kind said, of strange. We're using these numbers. Also, why were they using 007 way back then? That seems like a weird code there, name. There, and I didn't put it in the episode. There were There's something about I maybe eyes or something for the double O's. For your eyes only. That's what it was. Took me a second. So the double O means for your eyes only, and seven was John D's favorite number. How does double O mean for your eyes only? That was their code. One thing before we get into this is old English is weird. 500 True. years ago, English was really weird. Still kind of weird now, yeah. Yeah, but it was like I going back and reading some things. Some of it was really difficult to read. I believe that. the words make no sense. So yeah. whatever, the, however he came about, Okay, the double O's mean for your eyes only. He did it. And then, you know, it became part of James Bond. So John D touched modern culture. Gross. Yeah. Without asking permission. Canceled. John D communicated with angels and coined the term the British Empire. He predicted the downfall and death of Queen Mary I, also known as Mary Tudor, the daughter of serial marrier and wife executioner. Henry VIII. That one just felt right. I don't know if it makes sense to anybody, but it felt right. Today, you might know her by a different name, Bloody Mary. <gasps> he 
He, produ- he predicted a, a long reign for Mary's half-sister Elizabeth, who took the English crown from Mary. She would be crowned as Queen Elizabeth I, daughter of Anne Boleyn, mother of an empire. John Dee was connected to power. His father served under Henry VIII's mm. court because he wasn't really a rich guy, but he yeah. he was into textiles and he just served them. Like yeah. he, he would They're come like, out with like charcuterie boards and whatnot and be like cheese. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Kind of. And they'd no. be like, yeah, sure, thanks. But in this case, he was like, would you like to buy something for your royal outfit? Yeah, mm. get me however many reams of silk. Mm, yes, indeed. Okay, Henry, or His Royal Highness. Yeah, probably that. Probably not just. All right, hey, what's up, Henry? Uh, what you need? <laughs> What you need, fam? I got you. So during Elizabeth's reign, he always seemed to thrive despite his many missteps. But upon the death of his royal protector, he would quickly fall out of favor, fall out of favor with the ascendancy of Protestant James I. So this John Dee was a pretty smart man, it sounds like, from all these different things. Yeah. How would you be an astrologer and an astron- astronomer? Are they a thing? You mean someone that looks at the stars and also believes that they have weird powers? Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, I think astronomy these days is more science, like based in science. Yeah. So you can't believe all that other crazy stuff. But there's a lot of... Back I mean, then, it, it, I, think, I think we'll see it here. Back then, it was yeah. kind of mixed. Yeah. And even like these days, there's a lot of people, like a lot of weird things with the astrology itself that like i don't necessarily practice any of that stuff but there's a lot of weird uh coincidences you might say that pop up with following that those types of signs and stuff like that speaking of that based on astrology something is entering the house of pluto or whatever's happening the last time this happened was around the time of the revolution through the united states yeah i thought it but i also i think that might be a misquote like i think it's happened before or it's it's happened again after that from what I'm understanding, this particular thing happened 200 and something years ago, and it would have been during the revolution. So their theory is there might be a new type of revolution coming, which oh, scarily fits in with a lot of the stuff you see in this world. Yeah, and it kind of it goes hand in hand with my anxiety, it feels. So that, that yeah. checks out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, but for this episode, we're going back even to 200 years before that to the 1500s. Jinkies. Jinkies. So I'll tell you a little bit about, or actually I'll let you read this next little section. You can tell us about John D. Oh, great. You remember when you had to read my personality last episode or a few episodes back? I tried. I, I'm hoping I made this one a little bit better mm. or easier to read. I'll be the judge of that, sir. Uh, John D. of Tower Ward, London was born in 1527. He would attend Cambridge at 15, where he was known to only sleep four hours so that he had more time to study. Dee would go on to study the occult at the University of Louvain in the Netherlands. This was a normal part of learning for those with similar backgrounds at the time. Magic was part of the total mind of God. For the uneducated then, as now mathematics were considered, or for the uneducated then, as now mathematics were considered part of the dark arts. Hey, you know what? Looking at it. I still think mathematics are part of the dark arts. That's what I just said. Some tricky shit. Where'd you I, say I that? think it's hilarious that we go back this this many years and it's still the same. They really do be like that. Uh, some viewed him as a sorcerer due to his work on producing special effects for stage plays in his time. What, like sparks and shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorcery. No. He designed a crane that made the actors seem to fly. For this, the audience was so terrified that they felt he conf- he consorted with Satan, as you do. 
<laughs> John Dee was a smart and mostly well-respected man of learning until he met a man named Edward Kelly. Edward Kelly was a con man who had his ears cut off for counterfeiting coins. Nice. <laughs> And then after he was done, they're like, do you know why we did this? And he was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly, under an alias, moved into D's life. In 1581, he convinced Intelligent D that he was a scryer and a cultist. At 26, Kelly was an overweight alcoholic. Hey, who amongst us? <laughs> John D's wife, Jane, hated him from the beginning. Years later, this would take on a new meaning and would be part of the end of a D and Kelly partnership. Man, I don't know how he did it, but me at 26, if I was an overweight alcoholic, I was one of those things. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have the confidence to pull that, like a move like that off. Yeah, especially after getting your ears cut off. True. For trying to pull some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like. Well, uh, it would explain the overweight alcoholic thing though. Yeah. yeah I got, got no fucking ears, man. You should stop drinking what? Yeah, exactly. I get You're getting fat, yeah. huh? Yeah, this is fine, right? <laughs> no, it's a problem. So obviously by the fact, well, at least according to everybody that talks about this, Kelly seems like a shady guy because Jane hated him. And if Jane hates you, there's an issue. Okay. But also as a fellow male, I'm sure you've been in relationships where the girl you were with wasn't really a fond of like a friend of yours or a couple friends of yours or thought you hung out with nothing but, you know, dinguses and so that could be a situation too where maybe she was jealous of, of the boys and their relationship was like these guys i need to find a way to split them up that could be but also you're kind of throwing out words that could be taken as defense for mm. edward kelly who was a criminal that got his ears cut off oh i'm sorry do they not deserve the same uh you know no because this is england in the 1500s the rules gotcha. were different gotcha. if you made fake coins the king's face on him and made money off of it or, or say they would cut your ears off. Luckily it was his ears and not his hands. I can't imagine that the fake coins looked that close to what the actual coins looked like. I can't either, but like it had to have been painfully obvious. That, but isn't uh, that the case with even most counterfeiters today? Mm, like when you see some of their work, the ones that get caught, you're like, Oh, it was obvious he was getting caught. I could yeah. have said that was counterfeit. Nice. <laughs> you know, so maybe it was similar, but also the whole reason Jane could have hated him is because he had no ears and that would look freaky. Yeah. So what is this? Some kind of worm man? Yeah. He's just a guy with no ears and two holes on the side of his head that he he can actually hear from. He just. How often, how often do you think those ears got infected or those no, those no ears got infected? Man, why do we have to go there? That well, just... because uh, this is freaky deaky. And also because isn't that the whole, like the shape of the ear is kind of like meant in a way to help protect it. Yeah. And... So, sorry for your loss, Edward, of hearing and also time taking care of those those ear holes. Yeah. So the whole reason why you would get somebody like Edward Kelly to talk to angels is because he can't hear anything else. Yeah. Do you think they made him fake ears and they like, like on like almost like how we have these headphones on, like a little thing that went over your head and then just like some wooden ears or something that stuck no, on that? I saw a picture of him. He wore like a bonnet nice. to cover the ear holes. <laughs> There's a famous painting with them in it, and he's or wearing it a turn into like a megaphone where it's like now I can, nowadays I can pick up on. Then he's like, I can only hear the Lord's word. Mm, that was his tradition, and it kept him alive. He he learned. John Dee's father was of Welsh descent. The name Dee reflecting the Welsh do or black. His grandfather had a very strange name, and I'm going to try to say it. Better to do. Be do do of nanny. Grows. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. John stayed connected to his ancestors' land, 
When it came to claiming descent from Rodri the Great, King of Wales, when a pedigree was needed, he prepared it. So, so basically, he he proved that he was descended from this great king, doing something similar to what Edward Kelly would do and maybe forge. That's not saying he forged it, but he did produce this. His family had come to London with Henry Tudor, also known as Henry VII. John Dee went to a school that seems to, to be around today, Chelmsford Chantry School, now known as King Edward VI Grammar School. And he went there from 1535 to 1542. Is it hard to believe that there is a grammar school or a school that is older than the United States that's still around? Isn't that kind of crazy? A little bit. Yeah. Do you think they've upgraded the curriculum? I hope so. <laughs> now, you want to talk about a haunted school. That one Probably. has some tales to tell. Probably does, yeah. In 1542, he was on, on to St. John's Cambridge at the age of 15. John graduated B.A., I don't know if that's different now. Stands for badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. John graduated badass in 1545 or early 1546. Yeah, he sent a pigeon home to his parents that were like, uh, yeah, I graduated. And his parents just responded, badass. I wonder what English word would have been used for bad. I graduated. Foul. No, it'd have to be a B. You foul ass. Yeah. Belligerent ass. No, Belligerent that's, ass. That's kind of like more drunk though, right? Kind of makes sense though. Mm. When Henry VIII founded Trinity College, when Henry VIII founded Trinity College, Cambridge, John D. became an original fellow. <laughs> An NOF, if you will. Not an OG, but it's the tame version of OG, I suppose. This man over here is an original fellow. Doesn't it sound like, like, Nowadays, you'd be like, you could almost rap about being an original fellow. That's like where OG came from. Hmm. Used to be original fellow. He had plenty of street cred from the sound of it. Yeah. Do you want to take on the next part? Sure. At Trinity is where uh, D became a legend staging the play Peace by Aristophanes. He was soon spoken of as being a magician. During the later 1540s and early 1550s, he would travel around Europe, lecturing in Paris and studying at Brussels and the Louvain. Dee would even travel to Italy. Even Italy, John? Even Italy. That was a big <laughs> thing back then, though. Okay. Uh, didn't have trains, man. John was offered a readership in mathematics at Oxford in 1554. He declined because he said, hey, I would like to do something entertaining in my life. No, thanks. Yeah, readership does not sound like a job you want. Especially like in mathematics. Yeah. Um, so good job declining that one. He put his time into writing while possibly hoping for a better position at court. The worshiper company of, of Mercers, just like his father had, through its system of patrimony. A Mercer is a dealer in textile fabrics, such as silks, velvets, and other fine materials. I had to put that in there because I'm like, what the hell is a Mercer? He thought it was like a mercenary or something. I was like, oh, no, just someone hawking some fabric. <laughs> yeah. D was arrested in 1555. He was charged with calculating... <laughs> He's charged with calculating because he wrote horoscopes for both Queen Mary and Princess Elizabeth. When he predicted that Queen Mary's reign would be short with her imprisonment and death following her fall, the charges were raised to treason. It was illegal to predict the death of a monarch. On the other hand, he predicted a rule of many years for Princess Elizabeth, who had suffered for years after the execution of her mother on suspicious charges after not being able to give King Henry VIII a male heir. Mary was a staunch Catholic who had de-examined by Bishop Bonner, who took a liking to Dee and possibly helped free him. They would remain close associates. 
When Elizabeth came to the throne in 1558, she made D her astrological and scientific advisor. He became a, Pro a Protestant like his queen and picked her coronation date based on astrology. The date he picked must have been correct because she would make England an empire. So back in the day, they were basically doing what Nancy Reagan would do in modern times or mm -hmm. in the 80s. Yeah. And reach out to an astrologer to see like, okay, what day should, should I be crowned? And it worked. Because yeah. up until recently, Elizabeth I was the longest reigning monarch in England's history. Yeah. Britain's history. So you think it was just like a lucky guess? Like, some, a, like a lucky call or you think there's something to it? Something, some, something with the stars. Yeah. Some people believe wholeheartedly in that stuff. And sometimes they seem right, you know, or there's like numerology, mm. which is always fun to look into, which so we'll have like to the do. Numbers, an right? Yeah, we'll have to do an episode on that sometime because yeah. that's fascinating. And parts of it almost have me believing. Oh, for sure. There was a, I think it was an episode of Tinfoil Hat um, where he had like a, a numerologist come on and he was, he was talking nothing but numbers and he was talking about like the significance and talking about, you know, if you are trying to sell products and you put the price at this, it's going to sell because it has an eight at the end of it right. or because of this and that. And like, and as someone who sells products for a living, sometimes I want to give that a shot. But at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'd rather. I used to listen. One my favorite episodes to listen to on Coast to Coast AM were with a, an author named Glennis McCants, who wrote a book on numerology, which I actually have. And it's really fascinating. Yeah, check out. That's you know, back in the day, everybody that was part of science was numerology. Now, scientists would laugh at it, but sometimes, just like sometimes with astrology, there almost seems to be some realness to it. Yeah. It is, whether we make it up in our mind or if it's an actual fact. Yeah. Which, there's <laughs> there's someone on on YouTube that uh, her entire channel is dedicated to. Um, like reading crypto charts based on the signs of the moon or something like that. Oh, I think I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, interesting. Like she's been on a, like a show I watch a couple times. I'm like, this is weird. But what if it works? If it works, hey, I could make some, you know, pretty penny, but most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. John D created a work based on a glyph, a design which he said represented mystical unity of creation. This he dedicated to the to the Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian II when he ascended the throne of Hungary. He seems to have done this for personal and financial gain. Yep. It looks like something Prince the Artist would use when he was battling yeah. his record companies. I think ascending the throne of Hungary sounds like something like like a hip phrase that some. I was so high, man. I ascended the, <laughs> the throne of Hungary. <laughs> yeah, what you up to, man? I'm just ascending the throne of Hungary, pal. Oh, so you, are you eating, you know, like, uh, what is it? Sour Patch Kids or something? You know, uh, you, you can go um, in. Never mind. <laughs> um, just yeah. move on. I'm ascending the throne of Hungary with my Sour that Patch. That was good enough right there. I should have left it at that. Yeah, that happens a lot with people. They try to push it. It's yeah. all right. It's okay. We'll, we'll get you there. <laughs> Beginning in the early... 1880s, John became bored with court life. He thought he had the knowledge and understanding to communicate with angels, thus gaining knowledge of creation and our place in this Christian universe. He had been unable to change the Julian calendar and many of, of the ideas on colonial establishment. The, the voyages he helped support financially and scientifically did not bring strong results did not bring strong results. It was a time to dabble in the supernatural. This would be a better way 
to attain knowledge in his mind. It would also bring about gossip of D being a servant of Satan. Diablo. El Diablo. I don't know how you say that in Latin, but it probably sounds similar. Probably, yeah, probably very similar. <laughs> what do you think about this uh, servant of Satan that we're getting into? Are you feeling it so far? Do I think he's a servant of Satan? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, like, I don't, like, again, I don't really know too much about the guy. Just, just kind of going over bullet points and stuff here. You know? uh, he definitely seemed interesting. Yeah. I can give him that for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a man ahead of his time. Yeah. Like nowadays being into all this stuff, you're like, look at Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm gonna dig underneath the Las Vegas so people can travel easier. I'm gonna give you an electric car and we're going to Mars. Yeah, I know. Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna put a implant in your brain that lets you control shit with your mind. That would be awesome. Yeah. Give it to me. Don't give it to me. Yep. Don't do that. Yeah. Give it to me. There's a <laughs> I can't remember what song that is, but that just popped an old like song into my brain. You're welcome. So, what, so what are some of the things that people think about? Because you're you're writing this, but I imagine you're giving a spin that is somewhat like painting him in a skeptical light, right? No, I'm I'm painting him in a light that is generally that he was viewed upon in this time period like okay but from like modern like people that believe in the stuff that we talk about like what are some things that they say about john d that that maybe you would think is is nuts or what do they you, you, does that make sense there is a lot of belief that he actually did talk to the angels oh that he was like a like an actual messenger from god or yes. something like that okay yes and yeah. um when you read into him he was very pure and he was very religious hmm. so it wasn't like he was worshiping the devil on the side. This man was only trying to communicate with the angels to learn about the world around him. Mm. You know, he wasn't necessarily trying to gain power. He was making a living, which yeah. is fair, but he wasn't trying to gain like vast amounts of power. He just wanted to learn is what it sounds like to me and to a lot of people that have followed him. He may have taken some missteps with following or partnering with Edward Kelly. And you'll see that later on in the episode. But most people believe he was genuine in his his uh, need to learn more about the world around him, the natural world, as he would, might say. And yeah. at that time, the natural world was the world that God made as, as you know, in a Christian way, you know, is basically, I mean, that time period, everything was Christian if you were in Europe. Yeah. So, and this was also a time where, you know, Bloody Mary, Queen Mary got her name because mm. she killed so many Catholics. Yeah. Or yeah no she killed so many protestants and you know and she was the daughter of henry the eighth true um I, I believe from his first marriage from catherine of aragon who's you know spanish hmm. definitely catholic so if you were a protestant at this time you were getting there was a good chance you were getting burned yeah. at the stake and she did true. a lot of that true that so it was a different world but i think he was actually trying to do the right thing and he felt like biblically speaking if he could communicate with the angels he could learn yeah. everything he needed to do to make the world around him a better place. The logic's there. Yeah. Maybe a failed execution or two, but... I think so. Did Sorry. you pull that down? Oh, yeah. You must have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just see it like slowly go down the wall. And... Yeah. You're like, John D has arrived. Yeah. John? All right. So I imagine all these asterisks and my name means I read this part. You can, yeah. Okay. Uh, D began his time delving into scrying... And scrying is the practice of looking into a suitable medium in the hope of detecting significant messages or visions. The objective might be personal guidance, prophecy, revelation, or inspiration, 
but down the ages, scrying in various forms also has been a means of divination or fortune telling. It remains popular in occult circles discussed in many media, both modern and centuries old. And that's it, kind of what we brought up in the last episode, staring into a mirror in the dark and being yeah. like, you know. And that's a similar, we talk, I think we even mentioned Nostradamus. Yeah. He would stare into a bowl of water in a dark room with one candlelight. We should try that. We should both sit in a dark room with a bowl, like you have a bowl and I have a bowl and a candle in the middle of us and just see what we see in the in the water. I haven't seen, I've tried that. I haven't seen anything yet, but you really? might. Yeah, well, I I don't want to do it alone. That's for sure, for sure the thing. I don't, I, don't, I would, I would never do, do it and alone. we'll put it on YouTube. There you go. That's a yeah. guarantee, folks. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. soon as Scott figures out the lighting in a very dark room. Yeah, I'll just cow- set one candle. of these to like candle, candle <laughs> function or something. I'll just flicker a little bit. I don't think that would work. My feeling is it has to be an actual candle. Mm. And doesn't that make sense to you? Like a modern flickering fake light would not bring about I... visions. I don't know, man. I don't know. Or, would, would it bring about different visions? It'd bring about technological ghosts. It'd be like the difference between a mushroom, a psychedelic mushroom, and LSD. Yeah, probably exactly that. Because one, you get engine elves or whatever. Machine elves. Machine elves. You can't say that anymore. You can say machine elves. But I can't say engine elves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other one, you get like actual nature yeah. type things. One is natural as one, and one is not. Maybe it's similar. Maybe. I guess we can try it with both. But we digress. Yeah. And uh, crystal gazing using a crystal ball without many results. He was unable to score, so he would perform in- invocations and write down the conversations. He was unable to scry. Sorry. Uh, he was Word unable cor- to score. He was out trying to get laid, and everyone <laughs> kept denying him. Auto, autocorrect. Yeah. So instead of getting laid, he just performed invocations, it, as you do. He was unable to scry, so he would perform invocations and write down the conversations. He met a man using an alias. He called himself Edward Talbot, and John D. seems to trust him early. If there had been sirens or flashing lights during this time, they surely would have been going off. He used this alias to cover up his conviction for coining or forgery. Do you think that's why he, just because there weren't sirens, like he just didn't know? He's like, I don't know what that is, an alarm. If the, whatever the equivalent of sirens like bring out your dead hey, bring out hey. your dead yeah. that should have been going off yeah classic that'd be a weird thing to just randomly hear like I don't know man there's bring out your dead's going off in my head right now this feels off yeah okay yeah it would later come out that his real name was Edward Kelly wait how how did he not know that, that was the same dude they didn't was have- he wearing like a fake mustache Maybe they didn't know who what was going on in the town next to him. Did he not notice the ears? I know you figure that a smart man would be like, "Why? Where are your ears? Oh, I lost them in a bad farming accident." I'm definitely not Edward Kelly, though. Yeah. Wow. But by then, it didn't matter to D. He would take Kelly, who was missing ears, into his service and push him to the point of exhaustion with their experiments. I'm really struggling with the, the fact that he's missing ears. That traumatized me the whole time. I know, it's this. like I keep trying to picture it, and it's weird. I and mean, I don't, I don't want to see like, it, but I also kind of want to see it. Isn't it like your subconscious is like, no, man, you can't handle it. Yeah. Block, block, block. Yeah, he's like, got ears, Scott. Just give him ears. It's yeah, fine. Like, I want to, I want to imagine this. And the subconscious is about pissed off. Yeah. yeah. You want to imagine it? Okay, like, therapy there you go. for you. There, try to sleep. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> Don't judge him now, you monster. Okay, remember John did not require much sleep, and well, I guess that helps then. And Kelly was an out of shape drunk. Through the many years they worked together, Kelly would complain that or would complain about exhaustion often. Dee was relentless as he was convinced he was on the verge of finding the secrets to the heavens and the earth. 
the wood there would come they 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 would come to develop an Enochian language that skeptics say is nothing more than glossolalia. That's glossolalia. <laughs> that sounds like some kind of like <laughs> glossolalia. Yeah, that's like that's got to be Italian, right? It's Latin, man. That's not Latin. But it's close. <laughs> it's a glossolalia. That's hella. It's Italian when you say it like that. <laughs> well, I'm Italian, man. I can't help but say it like that. Uh, well, I thought you were a Mario. <laughs> it's a me, a glossolalia. Yeah. <laughs> a language that looks almost, or that looks or almost sounds like the real thing, causing follower to believe that. Followers. To, followers to <laughs> just the one. Causing his one follower to believe the real. Okay, I'm just going to start that. A language that looks glossolalia, remember that. A language that looks or almost sounds like the real thing, causing followers to believe, but is most likely a form of gibberish. Damn, man, did you like have a stroke? Way to say <laughs> at that. The, at the end of this sentence. This was probably about the time I got a certain phone call. Uh, can you go to Target? Yeah, probably. It's <laughs> like, but is most a form gibberish. Because <laughs> like, I think this was about that part. <laughs> Yeah, you're on the phone. Like, what do you need? Yeah, I guess most form gibberish. Okay. Uh, D would also call this, quote, celestial speech, first language of God Christ, <laughs> a holy, holy language or language of angels in his journals. He would also call this uh, Adamical. Adamical. Adamical, because according to the angels, it was used in, quote, paradise to name all things. Interesting. D claimed that Enoch had been the first human to know the language. The last human. Oh, probably, well, maybe also the first, you know, I guess Adam. Uh, D claimed <laughs> that Enoch had been the last human to know the language. That is until D and Kelly came along. They would visit Emperor Rudolph II in Prague Castle and King Stephen Bathory of Poland. Bathory being the grandfather of the infamous Elizabeth Bathory. Is it Bathory? Bathory. Am I saying it wrong then? Bathory? Am I, it's almost like I'm pronouncing the O a little too much. Bathory. Yeah, I think it's, I always hear it Bathory. Bathory, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Bathory being, being the grandfather of the infamous Elizabeth Bathory, who was responsible for killing hundreds of servants and bathing in their blood to stay young. Interesting about the Enochian bit, man. I've heard... Um, I, I knew you would... When I got into this and started yeah. reading about Enochian, I'm like, Scott's going to love this part. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it, but I've definitely heard stories of um, there's one in particular that involved our military. Mm -hmm. And I forget who it was. If uh, if we have people listen to the confessionals, they will hopefully chime in and let me know what episode it was. But he had, uh, so I believe it was someone from the military that was talking about going on this like secret mission to uh, track down like a UFO that had crashed in the jungle or in the forest somewhere. And when they get there, the guy says they're going in like inside the ship and looking around and stuff, and they see all this Enochian. Yeah, it turns out it's Enochian, but like they see like the writing on like the inside walls of this UFO or whatever. It turns out to be like Enochian technology or something like that. And like, and so when I heard that, I'm like, excuse me, what? And so I don't know. Like, it, obviously, it sounds ex extremely far fetched, even for me, someone that believes like a, a great deal of paranormal things and believes in angels. I believe in God. I believe in all this stuff. Like. It's hard for me to believe that UFOs would be angelic in nature unless that's like, cause that would essentially call back to the beginning of time when it's like, our God is an alien pretty much. Right. That's, that's cause you'd have to circle back. You'd have to circumvent everything you've heard and confine it into this tiny little ball. And it would turn into that George Sucaropoulos or whatever guy. And you just, be, yeah, you just be like, 
The sucralose is what you try to avoid when you're eating, man. That's like sugar. Yeah, fake sugar. Yeah. Uh, and it would just be aliens, you know? And so that, yeah. that, that would like feed more of that theory that like we were planted here by, uh, what is the, the alien race? The Anunnaki. Anunnaki, yeah. And so, and don't get me wrong, like obviously we don't know. Like I believe in, in God and I believe in uh, Christ and I believe in that stuff, right? But but I do I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that's 100% how the world was created and everything? No, that's just what checks out. And everything I've read, everything I've put together throughout my life, that's what checks out the most. And so hearing like the the whole UFO had an Enochian technology or Enochian language and shit in it, that would, the only thing, the only smart thing for me to do would be to tie that back into the Anunnaki type situation. And so my mind is always all over the place with all this shit. I go yeah. back and forth on what I believe, but anytime Enochian is like, I don't know personally Enochian being brought up in the, in the Bible. And maybe that's, that's, that's my bad. Maybe I forgot, you know, there's the Bible is incredibly large. Right. Maybe it is uh, talked about a little bit more, but I think it, it's more on the fringe. Enochian is, is actually supposedly a group of people or came from a group of people that are pre-biblical in... Uh, that wouldn't make sense. The area of Iraq and Iran. Mm. This is when the, the Enochian tales start. Yeah. And then some of these Enochian tales found their way into the Bible, but with different names and, you know, people. And also, so I, if Enochian language is found in a UFO, first off, if it's made up, that's brilliant because true. it connects to something that may or may not be true in the past. Cause there's really no way to prove an Enochian language. This is John D saying there's an Enochian, Enochian language. Hmm. And saying that Enoch was the last person to use it. And, yeah. But, but see, Enoch is where we tie in a bunch of other stuff that is, uh, again, it's on like, it's not, you know, it's non-canonical, I guess you could say. And so it's not necessarily included in scripture that we know today. As far as me, I personally believe a lot of the shit that I read in the book of Enoch. Well, if, like, it, if it's non-canonical, you got to look at the reasons it was kept out. Yeah. The political reasons it at would the be time. A human, it would be, for sure be a human move where it'd be like, right. mm, this doesn't belong. You know, it yeah. is. It, it's a total human move. Yeah. And just like how sometimes I say there's parts of the Bible that you can look at that and read it. And that's a total human move. Yeah. Maybe not sure. all of it. Yeah. But some of it is just based. I mean, that is so like such a foul up right there mm. that if it was God, it wouldn't be a foul up. That's a human trait right there. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, that's a totally different, different realm. Yeah. But when humans get involved, we tend to screw it up. So. Oh, for sure. And the, the whole. Like I, I believe in God and I believe like obviously Jesus and all that shit, but like the God Christ, the God Christ, the first language <laughs> yeah. of the God Christ, the first language of the God Christ. That's what I'm all about. Um, <laughs> no, but like at the end of the day, like I am not aligned with religion. I am not aligned. Like I, I am, I consider myself a Christian man, but I am not aligned with just because the church says this, that it has to actually act, absolutely be like factual. And this is how it went down. Like, I believe that you can have a personal connection with your creator and that you can learn that way and that you can discern that way. And that's the best way to learn and discern is to talk to the source instead of being like, Oh, uh, well, my church said this. So now I have to hate people that are of this descent or I have to believe this or I have to do it. Like that doesn't check out in any of this shit. Yeah. And so I, I read the, the Bible for guidance, more guidance, like more, yeah. like just a, a rough path that you're supposed to kind of stick to. But also I, I'm well aware that there's like fallacies in, humanity right. like yeah. it's impossible to avoid that yeah yeah humans are not always good but that's what makes hearing about anokian language and like ufos and shit like that that much more interesting is that it's like ooh, yeah. interesting <laughs> like, what if you know yeah. like it just it opens up a whole realm of possibilities yeah. that we love in this episode Nick, that this. little section will probably produce two other 
podcast episode, one dealing with the Enochian stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other one, Elizabeth Bathory. You've heard that story, right? That name, I know that name for sure, yeah. And, and this one really has no place in this episode, but when I saw Stephen Bathory, King Stephen Bathory, I went and looked because it's such a strange name. And I know about Elizabeth Bathory. Some people believe she's one of the first vampires, but she was a, a royal person, obviously, in Hungary, mm. who would have her servants killed. And she'd bathe in their blood. Bathe in their blood. Yeah, I remember. she thought it made them look young. I remember that, yeah. When she was eventually convicted of it, since she was a royal, she couldn't be put to death. So they put her up in a tower and she lived out the remaining days crazy in that tower because probably she couldn't get the blood of the youth to keep her alive. And that, not to tie that into, you know, theories that circulate. Are still around. Yeah, that circulate. But now that's, you know where you got it. they got it from. But see, but here's the thing is that you could say that's where they got it from they just ripped it off but what if that shit was working dude it doesn't work but this we don't is where know they get that. it from we don't know that because we we're not do doing it no we're, we're we not do. doing it you may not know this <laughs> but me as a skeptic knows that's, that some of these old tales that they trot up like in modern politics yeah. to to say that you know jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself maybe he didn't yeah but the whole like drinking the blood or bathing in the blood of the youth to make themselves live a, forever. Adrenochrome is what yeah. we're talking. We're getting on it that, is right? Bullshit. And but, I will say dude, it's bullshit. And we you, can talk about it on an episode because we probably will. But but that's yeah. really almost too politically charged to have fun that's, with. That's the thing. Like adrenal as much as I'd love to talk adrenochrome, uh, because it is fascinating. Yeah. But uh yeah, a hundred percent we would get downvoted into oblivion because people hate when you don't have their opinion on that shit. You and I, I can disagree with you till the cows come home and we can be like, all right, let's go eat lunch. You know, no, <laughs> no problem. Yeah. But we live in a world that is charged so much right now that if I say the wrong thing, you say the wrong thing, good night. Yeah. The show's done, people. We're canceled. It's over. One thing I will add to that, that could be a possibility if indeed there are real vampires, which hasn't been proven yet. Which is speculated. So, yeah. and hey, that let's just make no, notes of all this shit. We can look into some yeah. of these... Uh, even the Anunnaki, um, you need to watch the new Eternals movie that should be out this in a week or so yeah. on Disney Plus because it. I think it's already it, out. Is it? Oh yeah, I think I watched it already a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think Spider Man's coming up, but um, that that one is kind of the Anunnaki version of Watchers and people that helped us, not necessarily genetically, yeah, but gave us the wisdom that eventually. We you we humans made a nuclear sorry nuclear weapon out of, um, yeah. and killed a bunch of other humans, and also we used that technology that these supposed Anunnaki Anunnaki gave us to basically war ever since then. Mm. Also, spoiler alert: we're going to deal with us humans or what the angels think of us humans soon. Well, hey, let's get into that. All right, let's talk about spiritual conversations. So, one of the things before I read this part. Mm. The, the angelic conversations is supposedly what John D and Edward Kelly were doing. Um, they would talk directly to many different angels. They would see sometimes these angels in different forms, you know, whether human type forms or, you know how they say, if we really saw what the angels look oh, like, yeah. we would be they would, they were, they're monstrous. Yeah. That kind of thing. There was a, a meme posted on uh there's a, a very hilarious subreddit called like dank Christian memes or something like uh-huh. that. 
and someone did like 3D representations of how they're described where it's just like eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it is. And there's like six or seven different like incantations of this thing. I have like six wings and like eyes on every single feather. And it's like me looking at it very now. Hellish. I look at that and I'm like, okay, now that looks like powerful enough to be an angel. A human with wings doesn't really seem like an angel to me. That's what we, that's what we want to see is yeah. we're like, oh, this guy, oh, he's got to be an angel. He's got wings. That's like when we look at certain animals, we're like, oh, they love us. And it's a freaking snake where their eyeballs never look like love. But some people see that. True. So anyway. Uh, do you want me to read this part? Actually, you can read the next couple of bits. Okay. If I can talk about it. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit, a, a little about the spiritual conversations. Uh, Dee insisted on a process of ritual invoking the ang a process of ritual invoking the angels. Dee and Kelly would purify themselves along with saying prayers. Kelly would stare into a scrying mirror and see a series of angels and even a young girl named Madimi. Madimi's mother seemed to always be in the background telling her what to do. Prophecy. So he's seeing this in a mirror. Yeah, basically, and and it's it's. Uh, I'll show we. I'll have, I have a picture of it. It's actually not even a real mirror. It's like a black piece of... It's like a black mirror? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it wow. is a black mirror yeah. in this case. It's like obsidian or some shit? Or like, it is uh, obsidian. Okay. Interesting. Um, prophecies, instructions, and furious complaints were made regarding the spiritual nature of man. The, an the angels were N, too impressed. Not too impressed. The angels were not too impressed with humans. The angels would call humans harlots, but not meaning this in a sexual way. It was more in a sense that humans were easily distracted and were captivated by literally anything but God. Raging at the fallen state of humanity, who have only become progressively worse since being sent east of Eden, not much has changed 400 plus years later. The, quote, angels predicted the apocalypse like all unproven beings have since the earliest of single God worship Christian skeptic opinion and not necessarily the pods. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> Sounds pretty, uh, yeah. Pretty. I had, you know, at least I called it what it was. Yeah. Oh, if you wouldn't have put that, I would have been, I would have also, I probably would have said the exact same thing. So <laughs> well done. D would become known as the, the Magus of Mortlake, but he did not believe the conversations with Matt or the conversations were magic, but religion. He respected the angels in an almost worshipful way. Kelly, on the other hand, considered the spirits demons and was terrified of them. He begged to stop the session. See, I would be on board with Kelly's thinking. Yeah. It does, you're not talking to, in my opinion, you're not talking to angels. There's no way. I, I actually would feel, I feel the same way. Yeah. These were not angels. Well, of course you feel the same way. Christian, like, don't, how dare you patronize me? But like, <laughs> no, I mean, like, like if you're someone that, that talks about like, you know, being all about the Bible or all about God or anything like that, then you would know hundred percent. Number one, if you're looking into a black mirror, talking about this shit black mirror isn't that like related to like witchcraft like the obsidian and all that is that's what the church made out later oh, there's no okay. actual some, proof let's put that, some quotes around it that's what the church put like in, in this case i think we do because yeah. these these making a black mirror demonic came from the church there's no proof that this ever was a demonic thing this story will have a demonic twist here in my opinion later but well let's, these are words put out by the church for a legitimate practice back then of scrying or predicting the future, looking into the flames yeah. to f see what's going to go on. And these were very religious people that believed a type of Christianity that was soon to be outlawed and had been outlawed in different regions of the world before this, but was soon to, at this time, you got 
this recently, a little bit after Martin Luther changed religion in Europe and made it accessible to everybody, which caused a lot of burning of Catholics and Protestants. Sure, but but with you saying about like we're going back to a black mirror, you saying that obviously that's the church is the one saying that's bad, right? The church is the one that coined that term as bad because yeah. it's easy. That and doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, especially the fact that all these years later we're still looking into a black mirror every day. Here's the thing. Okay. Let's say that you're right. The church said it was bad, and so obviously that means we have to go against it because that's what the church said. The opposite of that, let's look at the story that we just read, okay? about this man looking into a black mirror and having these people talk about what shitty things, what harlots humanity is, right? They weren't wrong. No, that they they were wrong though, that's the thing. If you look like scripturally speaking, if you look and you, like, there's no fucking way angels would look at humanity and be like, these are harlots. They would be like, these are creations of our Lord. Angels know full well that God loves humanity. That, that humans and God made in the same image, right? You, you are correct. So there's no way you'd be talking to angels and they would be saying these are harlots and you're talking to Black Mirror. So that alone, just correlating those two, the church obviously would say, hey, Black Mirrors, that's not good because it doesn't line up with what we believe. It doesn't line up with what we're, is, what is spoken about, what we believe is, is brought down from, from the Lord in heaven, right? That's, that's for me personally, like obviously it's, that's not 100% fact. I'm not saying for sure, uh, you know, but for me personally, knowing scripture the way that I do, there's no way that you're talking to angels. I would be more in Kelly's space right now being like, yeah, this is demonic. We I don't think back it out. sounds demonic either. What it does sound like is an old person that turned out to be a ghost and is talking shit because that's old people talk. Oh, they're harlots. <laughs> they, they don't pay attention to God because they get distracted by these goddamn phones. I mean, I mean yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Video games. Yeah, I don't know if that, that's, a, that's a weird technologically advanced old timey ghost you have there, but sure, yeah. But uh, I mean, it does sound like that. And another thing, I will never stick up for the practices of the church during this during this time period. Hey, dude, spoiler during, alert. It's not even this time period. It's forever. I, and, but okay, so saying that, I need a disclaimer. Yeah. I'm not against religion. I am against this time period's <laughs> church. Yeah. And the fact that both the Protestants and Catholics of Europe during this time period murdered each other and yeah. tortured each other relentlessly based on the words of kings and um, corrupt popes yes. in this region. Yes. So this is where I'm criticizing hardcore right now. True. On, on that time period, the right, church- Right the now. Right now you're criticizing that time. But, but in general, you are not a fan of religion. Like, And you can say you have no, no problems with it, but you- there's a little twinkle in your eye every chance you get to say something against what people believe. Like, and it's Only it's not because like because <laughs> I think we're missing part of it. We're missing part of the story, yeah. and that story was taken away from us. Some some of it during this time period and a thousand years before it. Yeah, we you know from say about 500 up until maybe the 18 1900s, a lot of actual religion was hidden away or burned. Or murdered. Sure. And so we don't know the full story. That's my knock on a lot of it. Mm -hmm. and, may, and maybe we're not some people. We're not supposed to know that stuff. We're just supposed to have faith. Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, I think after a, certain, things. after a certain number of years in the past, I don't think you can know what no. happened. I think it's impossible. And I think anyone that claims that they know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt is full of shit. I will, I, myself included. Yeah. I don't know what happened on day one of humanity. I just know what I believe. Yeah. I you will know? always knock humanity's 
imperfections. Even though you are one Christian. <laughs> uh, that makes me we better. We are all that, one you of know, That makes me like the comedian that should not be canceled for making fun of human existence. That's true. Did we check his tweets? No. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Good luck remembering where we were at. I do remember where we were at. Shall I continue? Yes, you shall. Because you can't, you don't know where we are? Or... The Angels had a plan, and that plan was a new work order. New work order? They were trying to get some jobs done. No, it was a new world order, probably. Wait, I don't think that's where you're at. That's exactly where I was at. Do you read the part about inconsequential Matt? Inconsequential Matt? Yeah, see? What the fuck am I? What happened? I was he right. He begged then... to stop the sessions. Yeah. And then I put, and I'm not, like, it makes you wonder what D had on Kelly. He's like, I'll tell everybody your name is really Edward Kelly and you have no ears. Then you don't just wear that funky ass bonnet as a fashion statement. So see, he blackmailed Kelly. That's why Kelly had to deal with these demonic angels. Yo, I am so far to, like, I can't even, okay. He begged to stop the sessions, right? Yeah. I was looking at the beginning of the stars and I was like, damn, where I, did, I didn't even finish that, that <laughs> session. Okay. That makes more sense. Makes you wonder how D could keep Kelly working these sessions. Probably his ears, right? I just, the whole time you were looking at you didn't yeah. hear anything I said. I just... Yeah, I, I heard it. I just didn't pay attention. Okay. Uh, the angels... Because I do have ears, Christian. Okay. Uh, the angels considered D an inconsequential gnat. This opinion of a very smart man became commonplace when D and Kelly began begging the angels for money. Classic, as you do. Yep. At some point, Kelly dictated that the angels gave to him where to find a buried treasure. After making a long trek and spending considerable time digging for the treasure, nothing was found. And the men returned to Mortlake in failure, and the angels were like, ha got him. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Kelly at one point asked the angels to loan him money. Like, <laughs> what? <sighs> so this is when we're like, okay, we kind of thought Kelly could communicate with something. And now we're like, oh, now he just wants to borrow money from the spiritual realm. That makes no sense. Yeah. But do you have any, uh, what is it, angel bucks? Yeah. It's a new crypto. Yeah, they don't. It probably is. I'm not going to make angel bucks. So if we see that in a couple of weeks, donate We're, some to the pod. We gave you the idea. Yeah, donate some of those angel bucks. Yeah. Do you have any comments on any of that craziness? No, I think we got our comments okay. out of the way. Are you still offended that the angels called us inconsequential gnats and harlots? Oh no, I'm not offended because I that's not what angels do. So I'm. Why wouldn't angels angels would be honest with us? Wouldn't they? Or would they you, just lie to us? Oh, you're perfect. You're made in God, God's image. Angels would know the difference. They would know that that deep down we are creations of the most high. So, But we look nothing like them. Wouldn't they be slightly... That we look nothing like angels? Yeah. We you, just spoke so, about this and how weird I, they look. Uh, yeah, of course they look weird, but that's why they start everything with, like, hey, don't be afraid. They show up and they say, hey, do not be afraid. It's I've fine. never met an angel, so I've never had him say that to me. You haven't, but there's plenty of stories in the Bible where the first thing angels say is, don't be afraid. What if the hat man was an angel and we just I... threw a hat on him and made him scary like yeah. angels should be? Yeah. Nobody appreciates your sacrilegious bullshit, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> All right. The angels had a plan, and that plan was a new world order. I'm glad you gave me that part because that word did not spell right. And this new world order would be run by divine principles. They also suggested a one world religion. Mm. This idea is one we can now see as one of the most dangerous ideas of all time. Because it's still happening and they're finally pulling it off. 
dun, 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 dun. I don't think so. New World Orders? Come on, man. What do you think this has all been about the last few years? We, like we were mentioning earlier, this new, like about the whole Elizabeth Bathory soaking in kids' blood. Yeah, that's what you it's were mentioning. Not new. So here we got the New World Order in the 1500s. But doesn't that doesn't that add a little more credibility to it? The, the fact that this is the same shit they were talking about years ago. What if the plan is still the same? The plan hasn't changed, my guy. It's still, hey, how do we get this New World Order up and running? And oh, and by the way, you can cut off children's faces and wear it as a little uh, face mask for yourself. Hillary Clinton, we know it was you. That's so fake. <laughs> we, we but I have that. heard that story. I'm That's like, a, that would be a great movie. There's apparently a video of it, right? On that one, the Anthony Weiner laptop. Is that what it was? Haven't we seen videos of like that supposedly are true? Like I always see that one where the person's walking into the bathroom and there's something behind their door, but it's obviously not true. Yesterday I saw one where you're like, oh my gosh, this monkey is trapped in this alligator enclosure. Hmm. And then the mother's trying to reach down and grab it before the alligators eat it. And then you could all of a sudden see, oh, they just like green screen that little section into an alligator enclosure that because there was a little glitch. So I don't believe that. I don't think there's, I think that's again, leftover old stories from. You think the, it's just being recycled. You don't think it, it, it's I, possible I, that. I don't think, I think anything's possible. I think in this case, that is a repackaging of an old anti-Semitic thing that came out of Russia hundreds of years ago it always comes back to the jews with you doesn't it christian i mean this was a way of per persecuting yeah. the jewish community community by saying yeah. they were eating children hmm. you know so it's just come up with something more more novel don't keep repackaging i mean i guess that's why we get the same movies over and over again because humans are only what capable if, of repackaging things what if it gets to the point where like what if it's more or less that's it's something that's brought to light right like oh my god we found out this is happening and then enough time has passed that people forget about it and then it gets brought to light again it's like oh my god we found out this is happening and so it's like like to you it's just them repackaging this old trope or this old whatever but in reality, like, let's say, let's quote unquote reality, a fake reality I'm making up right now. Let's call it that so that you don't get Can you make it triggered. rhyme like NMNM? Sure. Uh, in this reality, we have people that are actually doing bad shit and they need to take the hit for, for it. Okay. Does that, does that help you out? And so people are finding this stuff out and it's like, oh shit, we got to tell people about this. And then it's, so it's, it's like the same plot. It's like, if you look at the time humanity or history has been the the world whatever you want to say the timeline of the world has had the same plot to it but we just keep discovering things that are going wrong and it kind of fits together like one big puzzle i think people make while the, the same plot is ongoing yeah people are really eager to make it out to be this you know demonic evilness when what it it is in reality is the human condition humans aren't nice they will always try to consolidate power and make it in their, the world in the image that they think is correct. You know, we've, we've seen that. We see that all the time in the United States now, no matter what news channel you watch, no matter what type of media you take in, it's people trying to convince you their image of reality is the one way it should be throughout the world. When in fact, that's just a human telling you what they think. It's not the truth. It's not the way it should be. And the reason a one world religion would be so dangerous is you'd have to murder so many people to make that one world religion a thing. Whether it was the right religion or not, the process of having to murder so many people to produce the believers you want 
mm. makes it an evil thing and is a reason why we should not have one world religion and we should just be better with living with each other's differences, whether it's religious or not. I will step off the soapbox. Hopefully some of that made sense. Not even a little bit, but uh, <laughs> was I reading? I think so. Okay. This religion would unite Catholicism and Protestant Protestantism along with Judaism and Islam. Little is said of the other religions such as Buddhism and Hinduism that had a large following in Asia at the time. All, all humanity would be fused into one state under Elizabethan rule. Elizabethan? Elizabethan. Okay. The angels, were so, <laughs> the angels were so devout in their beliefs that they ordered Dean Kelly to go before the Holy Roman Emperor the Holy Roman Emperor, Rudolf II, and tell him he was possessed by demons and command him to heed the angelic messages. Somehow, a death sentence did not result in, or this death sentence did not result in their deaths, probably because Rudolf wanted the alchemical formula for gold, which was all the rage back then. Of course. When a papal order to expel D and Kelly came, Rudolph feigned the expulsion but set the duo to work hidden in a nearby town. Prior ma magicians felt that if a spirit appeared as a woman, they would not be trusted. That hey. part should not go there. Hey, hey, who am I? No. <laughs> hey, okay. get out of here, ghost ladies. Yeah. That's that's for the next part. Yeah, and you, you told me I'm reading the next part too. Did so, I? so, as a way of getting prepared, magicians prior to D and Kelly would always say that if a woman appeared, you were, it was evil, which explains a lot about. Must have had some rough relationships, yeah. Yeah. The angels would tell Dean Kelly that these sexist views couldn't be farther from the truth. Or were they? The angel Medini, who had always shown herself as a young girl who seemed to have fun during the conversations, was seen by Kelly as a beautiful young woman, woman who, began, who began to disrobe. She then told them that the duo must share everything which in this case meant their wives. Yeah. So now all of a sudden we went from being angelic messages or conversations to what sounds like demonic mm. with just one little utterance by seductress earless Kelly. Mm. Was this all Kelly's Kelly's doing as he hated his own wife and was manipulating D, which kind of sounds like it to me. Jane D Jane D's wife, pretty much was pretty much grossed out. She was 28 years younger than Dee's, and she found Kelly to be hideous in every way. She cried and pleaded with Dee, but he took it as an order from, from the angels, basically. So it had to be done. Wait, saying that who's, wait, what? They had to wife swap. Oh, so Kelly got to no ears. Huh. Yeah, got to, to hang out with young Jane. Who was 28 years younger than uh, John mm. D at the time? Nice. D was troubled by this. What he was troubled. D was troubled by this, worrying that it would be sinful. They summoned the angel Uriel in protest. Uriel upheld Medimi's ruling. Uriel upheld Medimi's ruling. D would pacify his disquiet by turning to the Augustinian doctrine of love and do what thou wilt. Mm, what would you look at that? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, very angelic, huh? Yeah. This phrase would, phrase would also show up in our first season as part of the Jack Parsons episode. 
See, how do you how do you collide those two? How do you bring that years and years and years and years and years and years apart and say, oh, there's no correlation here or oh, there's nothing, nothing wrong with what this what's going on? Like this shit. I don't know, man. There's a pattern to it. You can say what you will. There's a pattern to it. I'm going to say Alistair Crowley stole this information or these ideas and made his Thelema religion out of. Okay, maybe he didn't steal. Maybe he was inspired. It was an L. Ron Hubbard that did did the stealing what's of the, boats. What's the difference between theft and inspiration? The amount of followers, I guess. Nothing. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. A contract was drawn up between the couples. Behold, the angels told them after it was done, you are free. Two days later, another character from the Parsons episode appears to the men. This was the first appearance of the Scarlet Woman, the Whore of Babylon in Revelations, and Babylon spelled differently in Anakian. Anakian, but... Christian is a fan, but Dean and Kelly were terrified, Christian being me, mm. I'm a fan of the Scarlet Woman. Exactly. But Dean and Kelly were terrified because the church they were following had vilified this woman with lies and deceit. And so they're saying that she appeared to them. Yeah, all hail the mighty and beautiful Scarlet Woman. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. See, uh, I yeah. mean, okay, before we this, get into your views on no, this one, no. when I saw this part pop up, I'm like, this is wonderful because it, it's it's a really fascinating callback yeah. to an earlier, to Jack Parsons, which I thought was like an eye-opening way of looking at the world. Regardless of the Scarlet Woman and all the uh, the Lima and, and and the sex magic that Jack Parsons was into, sure. Coming back to this and and seeing the Scarlet Woman, which is so terrifying to a vast percentage of the religious community, and I understand why. It's fair to say that I don't believe in demons. I don't believe she was a demon. Yeah, I don't believe in that stuff. So it's easy for me, but I also understand why she is scary in the religious community. It's not even, it's not even scary. It's, it's the, to go out of your way to, to be like, oh, this amazing person who is like clearly, clearly labeled as a fucking plague to humanity in general, like the whore of Babylon. Okay. To, to like, to just to give you a reference, I know you like poking at religion and shit like that, but that alone right there, like the whole shit with the Jack Parsons back in the day and all that, you realize that episode is the reason that we got like the couple really, really bad reviews we got were because of that Parsons episode. That's fine. That's be- because like almost like it was like painted in such a light where it's like, oh yeah, she's cool. No, 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 she's not. But a right? lot of people do think she's cool. And we need, yeah. to, we need to be realistic because especially on this podcast, we're, this is fascinating and funny that she pops up to me. Yeah. It is scary to some people because- It's, it's not it's, scary. It's, it's, it is it's, scary. It's more proof than than anything. Like like for me, it's more proof that this is an actual like subject that the whore of Babylon is proof to me that this is a man who does not like a woman in power. We can talk about the Scarlet Woman and everything she represents, yeah. but that name right there is like men trying to downplay the power of women in early Christianity. I have no I have no doubt that men tried to downplay the power of women. I'm saying that this in instance in particular, there's way too many correlations there. You look not just at the name or what they quoted quote unquote saw, the uh, the Scarlet Woman Horror Babylon, whatever you want to call it. You look at the actual like personality of that, like the traits that are associated with that and the feelings that come along with that and it's the exact same feelings, personality traits, thoughts, quotes, 
uh, desires, all that shit as the same instance where she popped up again. So you have instances where it's not something that you can just make up and then give it your own kind of like, oh, I'm giving it my spin or I'm giving it this. This sounds a little bit more like this person wrote it. And so he, he probably just saw it and came up with whatever he wanted. Like this is an actual people describing something, describing uh, something that has, that. The, has the same exact, what is the word for it? Characteristics over and over and over again. And it's not like, it's not off base at all. It's not like the characteristics it, changed a little bit over the years and now it's this and this. It's the same, dude. Like, so if you had something agenda, from back though? then, there's no, like in that instance, I don't believe there's an agenda. I totally believe there's an agenda. I know you this do. This is but... an agenda to keep women out of power that's in the church. Se- dude, that's some I sexist. I apologize for taking that. sexist bullshit. And that, that is, no, that is this, thrown to the church every is, chance it gets. There and And this is where we can agree to disagree because i think this is pro- the scarlet woman is propag anti woman propaganda put in place whether there was an actual scarlet woman again we can't prove it because this is part of a spiritual realm that we have yeah. not but even come close to proving let alone taking our time machine from a previous episode going back and and seeing if yeah. there actually was a whore of Babylon. I, with, I don't believe there was an actual whore of Babylon. No, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's this, it is crazy that it comes up again. Yeah. It is absolutely crazy. But also Edward Kelly, who fuck, got so scared after seeing the Scarlet Woman, lefty hmm. and stopped doing this. He deserved it because in my opinion, what he did with the wife swapping thing was all his perverted, earless little. Yeah. Thing, going after a better looking woman sure and john d being the idiot and believer he was at the time convinced his wife who was crying hysterically to do this yeah but see this, so the this scarlet is where... woman needed to show up because both these men did not basically treated the woman like she was a piece of property yeah but you're you're talking scarlet woman like she's a hero in this in this story i am you're not viewing it as the as i'm not saying a physical scarlet woman is a real life thing right i'm saying that there are powers and principalities in this world that have dominion over shit that we do and there's characteristics that. in that shit and so a scarlet woman the spiritual side of that is lust it is sexual exploitation it is seduction it is shit like that that for people that are you know maybe not i don't know how to say this without offending people so just people that maybe follow scripture more right that know that that's not how you should live your life that you shouldn't just be like you shouldn't be overcome with these fleshly human desires you're pretty much trying to open up a realm to that being released onto the world and if you look at that every time a scarlet woman has been called upon if you look at the future after that happens it's dark and it's bleak and it's sexual in nature and it's like an over sexualization you look at the world today 50 some odd years after what's his name did it 60 whatever it's been now look at the world today man everything is sexualized we got teenage shows where like 15 year olds that are supposed to be in high school are fucking each other and where are their parents and all this shit it's on the cw (laughs) people just fucking left and right are you kidding me i didn't get laid once in high school dude because my mom was home you know how hard that is i'm saying that now we live in a a day and age where everything is sexualized and it's just very convenient that every time this has happened every time the scarlet woman has been called upon instantly 
in history, we come up to a period of like weird awakening of sexual desire and all that stuff. I have never seen in history the Scarlet Woman's name being used by actual women. It is always men. Does that That's matter, dude? I'm, does it that does matter. matter. No, because it's not because you're, you're making it a sexist thing. It's not a sexist thing. It's a, it's a it, principality. I, it's a spiritual thing. It's it, nothing to do with see, gender. See, and here's the thing, because I don't deal in those principalities. My mind does not think like that. I don't believe in demons. Yeah. I don't believe in angels. But do you know who's most affected by the Scarlet Woman? In my personal opinion, it's men. It's men that are that are led astray by a Scarlet Woman. It's not a it's, no. It's not no, a guy's no, overcoming not, something. It's, it's not the Scarlet Woman leading men astray. <sighs> it's men not taking the responsibility of their what of protecting their yeah. souls. We can we cannot keep putting all <laughs> yes. the the excuse on demons and the devil. Yeah. We have to take responsibility, especially oh, as sure, men. Sure. In what we do in this world we, and we agree I, I think that's where the scarlet woman may be an enemy to some and a hero to others but the lesson is we are responsible and we need to stop blaming other people hmm. and take some responsibility by looking into this black mirror to predict the future and having a conversation with angels and being led astray and wife swapping no 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 ignore most of that stuff here's the thing that's all joking yeah. But we have to, as men, not blame the Scarlet Woman for being hot. I'm, look, I'm not blaming her. It's, it, you're right. It is not the Scarlet Woman's fault. I'm saying that with that type of, like, unleashing that upon the world, you are more likely to fall into those traps. And you are more likely to give in to something like that. I'm saying that it is a spiritual oh, power that is over you're, you. You are right. But you also cannot use religion to protect people from sin. They have to. <laughs> to deal with sin on their own. You cannot make a one world religion that keeps people from experiencing yeah. um, things that might lead them astray. We have to deal with those. We cannot be protected. We need to teach each other how to navigate this world where there is a scary male paternal figure and a scary scarlet woman. Yeah. We have to be able to walk sometimes on our own and be able to turn her back on things that are not right for us. Scarlet yeah. Woman always just brings out like this crazy thing, which- Which is the purpose, man. That's the whole point. Like, I that's, think it is the purpose. I yeah, think it's the purpose of change. That's not, you're missing the purpose. And, and it, even <laughs> from your viewpoint, sometimes you have to deal with the demons to change and to strengthen your faith. From yeah. my point of view, sometimes something like a Scarlet Woman needs to be shoved in our face so that we are a little bit more honest with ourselves on yeah. who we are. I, I know who I am, man. And I don't think, uh, I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> I think that's so All very, right. very far from the truth. Let's but, move on. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get into this. I have a we... feeling there'll be other episodes where the Scarlet Woman comes Oh, I'm in. sure. Yeah. I'm sure it's your favorite thing. Yeah. It's not, it's just fascinating. I see the, the way your eyes back. light up, you demon, you little get behind me, Satan, with this bullshit, man. Uh -uh. <laughs> During the travels, many thought that D was well learned, but they did not trust him because they thought he was a spy for the English monarch Elizabeth. Classic. Many modern scholars still hold that belief, and we know what James Bond author Ian Fleming. Fleming feels since he made his, his star 007 as mentioned earlier. Kelly would go on to join the Emperor Rudolph I as his alchemist. He would later fall out of favor with Rudolph after not being able to be productive. 
He did not make gold. He was, a pris- it, he was imprisoned and said to have died after falling during an escaped attempt. Classic. And, as you do. <laughs> yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, Kelly being the bad guy, damn, it's a shame. The Scarlet Woman got him. Classic stuff. That's what happens when you play with things you're not supposed to. Exactly. Not everybody sh- should play with the Scarlet Woman in real life or in the metaphysical life. It, it, to me, it ties into shit like when you hear like deals with the devil and how after that, yeah. But, See, and I can't, I can't grasp that because I don't believe in the devil. But you've heard the, you're aware of the stories, like where someone's like, "Oh, he made a deal with the devil," and then, Robert, like, even when I sent you, what there was that video on uh, Sam Kinison? Yeah, on the, I think it was the on Showtime. There's oh, a, when they were trying to say he, that's why he died. They, they, did you watch that second video I sent over? No, they, I didn't. I didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was okay. gonna wait till I got home. Here's the thing. Okay, the, Kinison got into like witchcraft and stuff at some point, as right? a lot of people do, as you do, right? And then uh, shit obviously hit the fan. And he was driving, they were going someplace, and when he died, right, he got in that, that car accident. Yeah, on the way to Vegas, right? Yeah, and that guy that, that was on the video I sent you was the one that was holding him when he died. And he said that when uh, when he died, he, he looking past his shoulder, and he said, but I don't wanna die. And he's like, why do, I, why do I have to die right now? And he was like, oh. That was in our YouTube video. No, not, not, the, not the exact quote, was Pretty it? close, yeah. Kinnison's? Yeah, you'll have to go oh. back, The Curse of Attuck. Yeah. On YouTube. Check it out. We do talk about this. I thought we were talking about someone else. No, Sam, we, we did, but Sam Kinison was one of the ones that died. I remember, I remember that, but yeah, I don't remember and hearing he his last say, words. Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And then at the end, something convinced him it was okay to go. Yeah. Which is kind of weird if you think that he's like, unless he was like a demon, like, oh, it's, it's cool, dude. It's, it's all great over here. Yeah. Demon. He would have been like, <laughs> oh, okay. He's like, fine. if it was a demon, he would yeah. be like screaming. And so, but the guy, the, the guy that held him, said that when he gave his last breath, he felt him pass through his body. Isn't that crazy? Like he was holding it and then he felt him move through his own head. Like, okay, me as a skeptic, weird. that makes perfect sense because it's energy. What we can, whatever is in that soul or whatever, I've been hitting the shit out of it. I've noticed, yeah. <laughs> whatever left his body yeah. is energy in the end. And we can feel energy pass through us, I would assume. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and close this episode out. Close it out. All right, because we're pushing an hour and a half. Um, When Dee returned home, he found that his precious library had been looted, along with many of his magical items. Elizabeth would still protect Dee from his enemies that were opposed to his occult practices by appointing him Warden of Christ College, Manchester, in 1595. He was asked to help with a case in which seven children were said to be possessed, but he took little interest and just let those asking for help to consult his books. Classic stuff. Yeah. Just like, what, they're, you guys are possessed? Eh, there's some books over there, go check that out, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, by 1605, Elizabeth was dead and James I ignored Dee. Dee went back to his home at Mortlake, living in poverty. He would do readings and sell his precious books to get by. Jane died of the bubonic plague in 1604, along with two children. Ten years after Dee's death, Robert Cotton bought Robert Cotton, but <laughs> Robert Cotton bought land around Dee's estate and began digging for papers and artifacts. He soon found some of the diaries with the angelic communications. In the years after his death, many thought that Kelly had duped Dee, and his standing became that of intelligent man who was seduced by evil. He would not find respect again until the 20th century, according to some. As found in Wikipedia, D has often been associated with the uh, Voynich or Voynich, Voynich manuscript. Wilfred Michael Voynich, who bought the manuscript in 1912, suggested that D may have owned it and sold it to Rudolf II. D's contacts 
with Rudolph were less extensive than had been thought. However, the D's diaries and D's diaries. Uh, however, and D's diaries show no evidence of a sale. However, he was known to have owned a copy of the book of Soiga, another enciphered book. Recent research has revealed that an obsidian mirror used during D's scrying sessions was crafted by Aztecs in Mexico more than 500 years ago. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. The last two were just things that were fascinating. Little fun facts, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of thought with that obsidian mirror in a lot of cultures. That's that's what always kind of gets me, man. Like I know there's a lot of weird stuff where it's like, oh, it's all fake, but the fact that so many cultures thought the same shit about these things that didn't even like really communicate with people. Well, and that's why I think I, a lot of times you'll hear me saying that like history is a lot more human history is more ancient than we or the biblical way of thinking has said in the past. Like we go back a lot farther than we think. That's why we have the great blood stories. Yeah. You know, but the, uh, I don't know. the Anunnaki stories. That's yeah. why we have big gaps in our history because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, there's there. And, the, and then the thoughts that at some point the disasters were so hor horrific in, in the world yeah. that we got down to a hundred breeding couples, uh, you know, so basically whatever humans were around before then, maybe being taught by ancient aliens died out to the point because so many ca catastrophes were happening that they had to restart population with a hundred breeding couples. Which one what? of those breeding couples was the one that left those notes behind was like, oh, by the way. Uh, we're Nobody. one of a hundred. Precisely. Like, we don't know anything. Like, we have lost so much technology yeah. and history because we couldn't keep track of certain things. Are you someone that believes that there was a nuclear, uh, like Armageddon in the past? No, I believe it was, it was a comet. A you, comet would do the same thing hitting the earth. I'm not like, you're, are we talking dinosaurs right now? Or are we talking like, we're talking like humanity? We're talking like the end of the ice age, a mm. comet hit the earth. And which means that any other time period in history, a comet could have hit the earth and melted, you know, the sand into glass. Mm. But by that, but also if we're missing a lot of time in history. But also aliens, yeah. Yeah, we could have had <laughs> yeah. nuclear advanced aliens that got pissed at us and yeah. decided they would wipe out all human for not, humans for not worshiping like the gods they wanted to be. I mean, we could be on that path right now as we speak again. So. Again, it's like, a, I'm not gonna say it. Oh, I got you. Yeah. You don't have to say it. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows. Everyone at home is probably chiming along. They're yeah. like, hey, we know. We know. Please don't say it. We know. Yeah. We know. Scott, tell us a little bit about where people can find us and what they should do. Oh, yeah. And a little bit about Spotify and rating us before we go. Yeah. Great idea, Christian. Great idea. Um, yeah. So that wraps it up. It was a good episode. It was chock full of information. Uh, we will find out what people think because we know that you like to trigger some of our listeners with, I'm sorry, with your personal it beliefs. It wasn't a... You know, I, it's funny because people, I, and I don't think our listeners really are like that. I, I got it. We got one bad comment, two bad comments. Two bad reviews, man. That goes a lot. That goes a lot further than bad comments. You know what? That's just the beginning. Actually, no, we got a bad Spotify review too. We had to have, because it's not five stars. It's, it's like four and a half after just, 23. Whatever. So all because I'm, of me. I'm blaming you for that too. Okay. Yeah. All because of me <laughs> and, and whatever. I understand. I get it. I'm not, yeah. I don't mean to trigger it's fine. people. It's fine. I just have a different way of looking at the world. Mm. And I am at this point unable to see it differently. Will I get divine revelations at some point no. and change the way I'm thinking? No. Maybe it's happened to better people than me. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe, maybe some, I will look into a black mirror someday and see mm. the angels. Madimi as a young girl, not 
the undressing woman say, Christian, you're wrong. And this is the way. And then you wouldn't be able to believe it because it was a demon. So it would be right back to. I mean, if, if Medimi is convincing enough, I might believe in demons too. Yeah. Who knows? Don't be offended by my words. Leave us good reviews. Yeah. We mean well. In, instead of being offended by, if Christian might have, and again, I didn't know much about John D, so I, I can't chime in and be like, actually, it was this. Yeah. Um, but if, if if you believe that Christian got something wrong and you'd like to chime in, just write us an email and be like, actually, when you mention this, I personally believe it's this. And that's how people have uh, recourse and we have conversation and we get past things is through conversation. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I and, would love to see that. Yeah. And so if you don't believe something that Christian has put in this script, Instead of just being like, this show is run by the elite, look out. Like, how about you write us a message at the gang at thefreakydeaky.com and you say, hey, uh, I know you guys are just a couple of clowns that talk about weird shit every week, but I think you might have gotten this wrong. We've had people correct us before. Yeah. And it's always actually refreshing because you're like, oh, I'm so glad someone else knew what that was so yeah. they could fill us in. Like, we're not going to write you back and be like, you're so wrong about this. We respect everyone's beliefs. This is a community. Yeah. You just heard Chris and I yell at each other for like 25 minutes about the Scarlet Woman. And here we are. Are you dead? Am I dead? I don't no. even remember what you said because. Yeah, it was too long know, ago. It's, it wasn't personal. That's right. That's right. It's just beliefs, man. It's just beliefs. Not the, At the end of the day, none of us actually know a fucking jack shit about anything. We don't know anything, Christian. You and I, we're just sitting here talking to microphones and it's being recorded. Yeah. Do we deserve that? Could we swap us out with two brooms with upturned buckets on that for heads? Yeah, for sure. In a, in a second, we could do that. And it'd they, probably they, be more they, entertaining. Maybe not more entertaining, but they might be smarter. They would, At least we'd be on equal playing field. Leveled with the playing field would be leveled with brooms. Yes. Good night, everyone. <laughs> no. No. If, you, if you haven't already, and I'm sure you have, because who wouldn't, follow us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. We haven't been posting on TikTok lately because we haven't been shooting videos, but great news for you guys actually starting either this week, hopefully, or maybe even today, we're going to start filming some videos for the episodes past that we have some time to finally get around to. So our videos should be coming back to YouTube of us talking and disagreeing live and in color in the very near future. So keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, uh, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for all your support. Check out the NFT collection on thefreakydeaky.com. Uh, make sure if you're listening on Spotify to rate us five stars. Shoot us an email. Give us some stories. Whatever you want to do. Tell us we're weird. We love it. We'll see you next week right here on Freaky Deaky. Goodbye.
I can read. Give her the old college try. Okay. Orationum. Dominicam. Genibus. Flexibus. No, flexus. Recitavi. Variesque. Juxa. Propositam. Materia. Ejectulationness. No, let me do the redo that one. Did you give this a once over? Did you give it? Did you try saying? I did last night. And you were like, "Oh, I got this." <laughs> no, I was like, "This is going to be hard." You're the same. This is the same guy that had issues with the word Enrique, with the name Enrique. You spelled it wrong. I remember that. I remember you ridiculing me that on that one too. I didn't spell it wrong. 